Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. We are here for part three of the Beginner Business Series. I'm so pumped. Are you pumped? Are you ready? I'm ready. I think this series has really helped a lot of people. We've gotten a lot of really good feedback. We love, love, love hearing your comments on Facebook and on Instagram. The DMs that we've gotten about this series like makes my heart warm up. And I'm super, super happy that it's beneficial for a lot of you. So keep giving us the feedback. Keep using the hashtag, hashtag BBS inside our Facebook group at thinkcreativecollective.com slash community, because that's where we're taking the conversation offline. So if you have questions specifically about different parts or about where you're at in your business doing the homework, we are able to keep track of those comments, questions, concerns a lot easier if you use that hashtag. If you are brand new to the series, this is part three. So I really, really would love if you pause it right now and go back to the beginning, part one and part two, and then dive into this one because this is where we're getting a little bit deeper into kind of where we're at. Abby's going to recap kind of where you should be at this point. So you can kind of make sure that like you're ready to tackle this, this part. Okay. Yeah. So at this point in the journey, you've established what you're good at. We've done some self-discovery and we figured out what exactly your dreamy ideal audience needs from you. We pulled that out and created your most viable product, the thing you can get to market right now with the skills you have without having to do any extra work. And we've zero in on what that product offer is. How much are you going to charge? Are there any sort of things you're going to package it up with? Are you going to do some sort of tiered pricing? How are you going to make Mm -hmm. it super sexy and irresistible? Now you are ready to come to this place Mm -hmm. where we're going to put it out into the world and get that shop set up so people can pay you some cash dollar bills. So I wanted to touch on a comment that I saw kind of 
in touching base on part two a little bit, segueing into part three, some people were kind of a little bit stressed out about like, okay, but I have the idea for this thing that I want to sell, but I don't know what's complimentary. I don't know what I could package. I don't know what I could add. So specifically, this person was selling digital courses. She she was going from a service-based business. She's wanting to start that pivot. So she has an idea for one course, just one, and she's in the process of making it and kind of felt in the overwhelm in thinking of, oh God, I need to have complimentary courses. So I wanted to kind of like not backpedal, but those packages and those complimentary products do really well for service-based businesses who are able to package up their services that they offer. And then complimentary products in that low, medium, and high range if you're selling physical products. But if you're in that pivot or if you're creating your one thing, that is okay to live in that one thing right now. What I want you to kind of start to think about is other things that you offer your audience, whether it be a Facebook group or your presence on Instagram or your lives or your YouTube channel or a podcast, right? That those are your complimentary products for now. Even if they're free, they are serving a purpose by giving extra value to your audience, by expanding your reach, by expanding your expertise, all of those things. We did not create complimentary course products for almost a year. We sold the exact same program over and over and over for like nine to 10 months. So we could perfect our pitch and figure out how we wanted to sell. And the best thing is we spent that time asking questions and figuring out what is the next logical step for our audience for us to create something for them that we know they're going to say yes to. If you're feeling pressured to kind of like come up with something and make it work, just let the one thing be for now. Okay. And to give you a little bit of a reframe around digital products and adding something complimentary, it doesn't necessarily mean like a whole nother course. It could mean a PDF that's a bonus. It could mean an audio training. It could mean adding that Facebook community. A challenge next time. There's a ton of things that you can add to the mix there that isn't going to like double your work. And that's the whole point. Like we don't want complimentary things to be taking away. We want to add value, but like minimally add time if possible. Yes. hundred percent. Okay. So websites, I feel like this is the brick wall loaded with spikes (laughs) and covered in mayonnaise. (laughs) Uh, All the gross things, right? That people run into every single time they're starting a business, that they're creating a new product, that they're pivoting, that they're doing all of these things, right? We get so hung up in making this piece absolutely perfect. Why is that? <laughs> As a previous like web designer and branding expert, you've wor- you've been in the trenches with people building their websites with them and for them. So give us some insight as to like your best things of like letting all of that perfectionism go. Yeah. So I think a lot of people have this mentality that having their website a certain way is going to dramatically change their potential Mm -hmm. income. And despite making a lot of money convincing people that this was true, (laughs) let me just tell you that despite having a whole decade worth of experience 
basically forcing people to have that mentality. It's, it's not true. Mm -mm. And I'm not saying that not having something that looks polished versus something that looks, you know, trashy is going to make a difference. I mean, it will, but it doesn't have to have this perfection Mm -mm. that you have in your mind. You know, I think a great example is Marie Forleo. I I mean, I think a lot of people look up to her and look up to her website and they look at it and they're like, oh my gosh, like Mm -hmm. I love the images. I love how when it scrolls, it does this. I love this, that, and the other thing. And like they could go on for days about all the things they love and admire about it. But if you saw her website 10 years ago, seven Uh years ago, I think you would just be blown away. And I'm not saying that she's basic or that she's, <laughs> uh, that that wasn't good. You know, right. it served a purpose in the time and she's grown since then. Yeah. And I think another like a flip side example of that is our friend Tyler McCall, yeah. who has a multiple six figure business, raving fans, customers like drooling over his content. And guess what he has for a website, guys? A landing landing page. page. That's it. So I want to bring, you know, those two extreme examples. If we can sit in the, I want to be like Marie Frolio or whoever that is for you, right? The amazing website and functionality and ease and beautiful and all of the things. And I won't launch until I have that, or I won't be successful until I have that. We can either sit in that camp or we can be in the Tyler camp and just say, fuck it, I'm going to make money however I can. And this is just going to funnel people through. Yeah. This is just a doorway into other things that I have. Yeah. Right? And if you put that mentality on, you're going to focus on the thing that so few people realize that they should be focusing on. And that is profit first. What? We want you to be making money before you have this crazy, beautiful, branded genius. Like that doesn't add to your bottom line. And frankly, I see a lot of people wasting time. Yes. Trying money, trying to just continue to perfect that when ultimately Mm -hmm. that's not going to increase their value. Absolutely. So we only have four pages that we want you to focus on. And these newsflash can Mm -hmm. be done today, Mm -hmm. perhaps even in the next hour and a half. Yep. Yep. So the very first page or the very like two key things, honestly, if you just wanted to focus on, on two things, right? It's what do people land on? Like, what is the initial homepage? Whatever that looks like for you. Our website has shifted from having a landing page, like a squeeze page, to like a scrolling homepage, to the homepage was our blog. It could be anything. Are they signing up for your email list? Are they reading something from you? Are they downloading mm-hmm. from something from you? Like, what is the main purpose? Where are you sending everyone? Well, and here's the objective of a homepage. I think a lot of people worry about what it looks like. They worry about what it says and they get too hung up on it. But here's the thing. All the homepage does is get someone to say yes and Mm -hmm. pick a direction. You're wanting them to leave that page by by going deeper into you, not go away from it. (laughs) Yeah. So we are wanting them to say, yes, I want to continue hanging out with them, 
by uh-huh. leaving this page. Yeah. So yeah. We want th- by buying this product, by downloading this opt-in, by signing up for this email challenge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. By making a decision. And the thing is, it doesn't even have to be a traditional website. I mean, it could be on Squarespace. It could be on Shopify. It could be one of the other what you see is what you get kind of platforms. But it could also simply be your Etsy shop. Yep. Yep. The whole point is you're getting someone to a place where they have to click to leave that place to dig deeper. That's Mm -hmm. the only objective. And I do want you to make sure that when they are digging deeper, that that initial like two second reaction, they know what you do and Mm -hmm. how you can be of value to them. In a short and simple, quick and effective way. This isn't your about page. This is the, let me make a decision fast, whether it's buy this coffee mug from your Etsy shop, right? Or go do any of the other behaviors that we've talked about, okay? So the second page we're going to dig into is your about page. Now, here's the biggest mistake I see people making with the about page is they make it about them. In your about page, I know it says about, but that is not what it's about, okay? It's about serving your people well. So you're going Mm -hmm. to paint a picture of what their life could be like with you in it. Yep. Highlight the problem, and then you become the hero. Mm -hmm. I see so many about pages starting out with like, Hi, I'm Emily, and I graduated from the University of Missouri, and I love coffee. This isn't a dating profile. No one gives a shit about those things about me right now, right? But if I highlight, oh, when I was a new business baby, and I was lost about the decisions about what to invest in and what strategies to implement and where to spend my time in order to grow rapidly, I was lost because there were so many overwhelming things out there, right? Yeah. Resonating. Yeah. Bringing up those icky feelings and then coming in as the hero. You can get more examples on how to do this. Like use Google to your advantage. We're not going to walk you through how to exactly write your about page Mm -hmm. right now. But that's the number one thing we see as a problem with a lot of about pages. And if you can dig it up and find it, go listen to Nikki Elledge Brown's about page formula. Yep. It's magic. magic. It takes about 30 minutes. But honestly, Mm -hmm. for today's purpose, like this is just paint a short and pretty picture of either. And you can do it from either negative first or positive first. Um, I've seen people do it both ways. I think it depends on how your brand is perceived. If you're bubbly and you know, pink and glitter, like I would paint with positivity first. But if you tend to be a little more edgy, like go there, like Mm -hmm. talk about the problems, talk about the depression, whatever it is. You're about, I was just saying you're about page, no matter where, if people are finding more about you on your Etsy shop or Shopify or Squarespace or wherever, right. If they're hitting the traditional, like learn about me page, it's the second visited, like after they land on your homepage, whatever that is, people immediately go to dig more about you and and see if there's that Mm -hmm. connection. So this is why it's like the second most important page on your website, because that's where people are clicking next. Now you could just leave it and you would be doing yourself a disservice. So you're going to paint that before and after picture, talk about how you're the hero 
And then you're going to give them the solution. So this isn't a... Guess what? Solution is you, girlfriend. So the solution isn't necessarily your sales pitch. It is simply, hey, I have this thing that could solve your problem. Go here to find out more. So you're leading them to the next place. You're leading them to a place to purchase. Okay. And I think if you begin to think about that, your entire website like that of what is the quick goal of this page? What is the purpose of this page? Where do I want them leading next? Okay, from the homepage, I want them to click about me or I want them to download this thing and then they learn about me via their inbox or whatever that may be. If you're constantly asking yourself, okay, well, where are they going to go after this? Then we have a website that's fluid and that flows and that makes sense. The the roadblock that so many people hit upon is that like no one knows what to do when they're there. They don't know what behavior to, what decision to make next because it's not obvious. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get 
get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Now, the next page is by far the most important. We're talking about the place people buy your shit. Uh So Uh this could be a full on sales page. This could be, you know, just a picture of what the item is because it's pretty self-explanatory, a little more info and a product description and a checkout button. Uh Like the goal of this is to get someone to buy. Mm-hmm. So here's the biggest mistake I see people making is they continue to assume that people know what they mean. Yep. This is where we talked about, you know, last time on your packages or your pricing, like that you have to be really clear on your process, especially when you're giving your time. So mm-hmm. if you're selling your service, you could say, we're going to have a one hour consultation okay, that's what they're buying, but that doesn't really describe what they get out of it. Like, what is the Mm -hmm. end result? Are you going to follow up with, you know, this action guide? Are you going to implement something for them? Are you, I mean, like, what is it that they get out of it? And sometimes it's going to be tangible. Sometimes it's going to be emotional. Sometimes it's going to be physical. Like the thing is going to show up on their doorstep and this is how it gets there. If it's Mm -hmm. a physical product, focusing on the specifics of the product. So how is it made? How is it manufactured? What are the materials? How long can they expect until it's at their door? Where is it shipping from? How is it shipping? Like Mm -hmm. all of those things are important and often skipped because they just assume everybody knows what's happening. Right. Because the purpose there is to answer everyone's question before they even ask it, right? So we're saving you time and we're eliminating that back and forth communication between you and the customer of, okay, but what's the size? Or, okay, but like, are you going to send me pre-questions before our talk? Okay, but right, what, fill in the blank with whatever you're getting asked and answer that either on your sales page or in your product descriptions. I also recommend you go back. I don't know what episode number it is, but if you search the podcast for um, Courtney Johnson's episode, The Rainbow of Sales, she breaks down every single chunk and in what order to follow to create a sales page. And I think that it's even beneficial to listen to that as a physical product-based business because although your product descriptions might just be like some bullet points and a couple sentences, it's not going to be a, you know, a whole long sales page. You can take some highlights of that and kind of hit some of those important key factors in that smaller description. Absolutely. Now, I'm not going to linger here because the point of this is quickly get to market. Like we could spend all day talking about how to perfect, but that's not what the goal is. The goal is I want you to get a picture or a graphic and you post it and then you put a description or you write your sales page and then you pick a price because we've already did that last episode and put the button. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So now that you have you know, three of the main pages, uh, somewhere to land. So typically a homepage, 
your mm-hmm. about page that's talking about your value and now a place to buy, the part that often gets yes. neglected is what is the actual purchase process like? What is the checkout page? So generally speaking on most platforms, like this isn't something you have to create. You don't need to like know code to figure out how to charge (laughs) charge someone's credit card. But generally there is like things you need to go in and change that might be like, you need to actually link Stripe or PayPal (laughs) so that you can charge a credit card. Right. You might need to change like the heading or some of the branding so it feels like a fluid thing. Thank you, Paige. Yeah. Just pretend that you're checking out and buying your own thing. There are a lot of websites that enable you to go in to create like a use like a fake credit card Mm -hmm. number. Uh, So just Google like literally like fake credit card for Stripe. And like there will be a blog post from Stripe that shows you what numbers to use. Etsy lets you do a trial checkout or test checkout, like, oh, I guarantee you that your your platform lets you do this. You just have to kind of dig a little bit. It is worth doing. Even if you have to charge yourself a penny to do it, it is worth that penny because they, the holes that become clear when you pretend to be your customer are so crucial. So you can wrap up this process on brand mm-hmm. and like with a bow, right? So, I mean, you could do this yourself and call it good, but my suggestion would be to go through it, find the holes, fix the holes, which this will take like 30 minutes. You just need to do it. And then present your whole site, everything you just did to someone Mm -hmm. who hasn't seen it or read it. And preferably like someone you can watch over their shoulder. So like maybe it's your spouse and you're looking at them on the computer. Maybe it is a friend and you get on Skype and you screen share. I want you to see how they're reacting. I want you to see what they're clicking on. I want you to see where they get stuck and where they get confused. Here is my biggest pro tip for this. I encourage you and I challenge you, do not ask these people what they think of your website. Do not ask them what they think of that graphic, of the color, of the placement of the text, of the anything. Like you're not asking their opinion on what it looks or feels like. You are literally just wanting to see functionality. And so do they know to click in the upper right-hand corner to close that window after it gets made bigger when they hover over a product description, right? Do they see the hyperlinked buy now button or should you make that bigger, right? Mm -hmm. It's stuff like that, that you are wanting to keep an eye out for and try not to coach them. If you're over their shoulder or screen share, don't say, okay, now go click over here. Literally sit there quietly with your notebook and just watch them. Watch what they're doing and how they're interacting mm-hmm. with it. Does it take too long for them to realize that they have to scroll further to find whatever, right? And it's those kind of things that are more, they need your attention greater than the shade of the mm-hmm. pink, right? Yeah, the shade of the pink won't sell your product. But if someone doesn't know to scroll down and they don't see the button to check out, mm-hmm. that's a major problem. Yeah. And so... Yeah. This is about quickly finding issues so that you can quickly like fix them. And I mean, honestly, afternoon maximum, 
Yes. I was just about to put a time frame on it. I and I'm serious, guys. I'm serious. I encourage you, whether you're building this from scratch or you're tweaking for the thousandth time, here is my challenge to you. Spend an afternoon making sure you have a homepage that has a purpose, an about page that connects with your client and customer, great product descriptions or sales page, and a beautiful seamless checkout process. And once those four things are checked, I want you to pretend like there's a key that someone just locked your website under for like three Mm -hmm. months. I'm serious. Mm -hmm. Because it's those tiny tweaks, even if you're doing them over Netflix or at night, or you wake up thinking about it, those are not the things that are going to make anything crucial in your business. What I would rather you be doing is creating a social media marketing game plan, nurturing your people in your inbox, creating a bomb ass opt-in to get people in Mm -hmm. your inbox. Those kind of things, connecting with your audience, listening, asking questions, because tweaking shit on your website is not going to give you any of those answers. And we could spend a lot of time talking about how to make this better, but I don't want to linger because I want you to get this done and move on. And that is why we're going to talk about marketing. We're going to really dive into how do you get this sold? Because the whole point of this, the entire point, is just to have the ability for someone to pay you money. Yep. And if you literally want to skip the homepage, the about page and all of that and have the landing page and it's literally just, Hey, go buy this thing. You can do that, right? Yeah. You can absolutely do that. If those are the things that you just need to be like, you know what? I'm not even going to care about those things. I just want them to be able to purchase or sign up for my email list. And then I'm going to ask them to purchase like whatever that functionality looks like for you. Choose that and own it. You'll also notice that we spent zero time debating Squarespace, Etsy, Shopify, WordPress, Wix, Weebly, whatever. Because I don't give a shit which one you pick. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There are plenty of articles that have the pros and cons of each of those platforms. Get your top two, do a pro con, like here are the functionalities of this one. Here are the functionalities of this one. Which one can you afford? We vote Squarespace. It's the easiest to get set up in the shortest amount of time. And it has a bunch of amazing functionalities. Pick one and like be confident in that decision and put it under lock and key. Yeah. But I mean, you can always change. I'm not saying it's the funnest thing to do, but it's not permanent. No, you're not marrying your website. Okay. No, no. You own that domain. You can move it literally wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So we spent some time on that. Now I want to talk about your homework. Obviously your homework is to build this website is to build yep. the place for them to check out. Yeah. And if it's on Etsy and it's just listing something in an existing shop, awesome. You're done. You're ready to go. You're ready to move on. Mm-hmm. But besides from that, I want I want you to really think about these two questions. And this is really going to help you with your about page, because I yep. think that's where you're going to get stuck. And even if you're skipping the about page, this can also help you begin those product descriptions mm-hmm. and or sales page, like that kind of like text pitch that we're going to be right. working on. And it will come in handy once you create some marketing posts regarding the thing that you're selling. Absolutely. Okay? So this is not wasted effort. Do this no matter what. (laughs) Okay. So, and this is the time where you're going to take out your notebook and you're actually going to write this out. What is the problem you are solving 
for your customer? Not what you're selling, not what it's called, not even like if you're a create if you're a health coach that's creating meal plans, you're not helping them solve weight. That's not the problem. I want you to dig deep. What are you actually solving? Yeah, this is the time where you're like you do surfacy and then you're like, okay, what is it about that that I'm solving? What is it about yeah. that that I'm solving? And I, the important thing to ask yourself is because you're going to start on the surface level, right? You're the health coach. I create, you know, meal plans. I'm saving them time. Okay. But why is that important? Well, so they can create healthy meal plans. So then they can like lose weight. Okay. But why is that important? Right? So keep asking, but why is that important? After every like rung that you kind of go down to get deeper and deeper to the true problem that you are actually solving for your customer. Because that is the story and the picture you need to be painting is that really deep one. Cause you can, I mean, obviously you can sell people on surface level stuff. Like it, it's effective, but. And it's touched on. It will be touched on. Like you're not going to skip that, but this is the magic. The deeper stuff is what's going to make the difference from selling a couple to selling a lot. Yeah. Okay. So the other question I want you to ask yourself is, what are the end result? What's the end result that you are wanting your people? Why are, can we not speak English today? What is the <laughs> end result that you are wanting your people to achieve? At the end of the day, if you could only help them with one thing, what is the thing you want them to achieve most in life? Yeah. And so like going back to the health coach thing, like, Okay, maybe weight and health is a big focus, but maybe you're all about preventing diabetes in adults. So it could be, I want to help them drop 10% of their body weight to reduce the chance of diabetes by blank. I don't know what the percentage is, but... Math and health and stuff. (laughs) But... do you see how specific that is mm-hmm. and how that could really touch on someone on a really deep level? Like what if, and I realize not everything is going to be super emotional, but people buy based on emotions, even coffee cups. Amen. Like it could be a quote. It could be anything, but people will buy it based on emotions. Sure. People also buy things based on need, but I'm going to guess 99% of the people listening are selling things that people don't need. Mm -hmm. So you have to go after their desires and present something that has true meaning in their life. And Mm -hmm. I know some of you, this is going to feel hokey, but I promise if you unlock this is going to do magic things for your business. Okay. So here is the plan. You have created the website, you've answered these problems, and now you're going to post in the group. And if you need help, like, feel free to post in the group beforehand to get some feedback. But if you're just like, post your your draft, I'm not going to create your draft for you. Yeah, post your draft and then ask for feedback. Right. But if you get all that done, here's the, the sentence, the one sentence minimum, I want you to post in the group and remember to use that hashtag BBS so that we can see these. So you're going to go to thinkcreativecollective.com slash community. And in the bar, you're going to write my customer struggles with blank. 
And by using my product or service, they will achieve blank. Go do that now. Simple. It's going to do massive things for you. Yep. I'm so excited. And like, obviously marketing is probably our favorite. It's where our happy place is. So we'll Mm -hmm. get to that. But so part four is going to be like a yell fest, (laughs) I feel like. Go do this. And this is really cool. And try this thing. So this was the simple one. So I know it's going to... uh, Keep it simple. This is the one where you're going to want to complicate it the most. And I'm telling you, this should be your easiest step out of all of them so far Mm -hmm. and and until the end. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is part three of a five-part series if you're new here. So there are two more episodes coming after this one. And if you have not listened and you're like super confused and overwhelmed, please, please, please go listen to part one and part two and then like re-listen to this one. Okay. All right. Have a good day, y'all. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.